Bonjour. Welcome to the Cognac Expert Calendar podcast, hosted by Taylor. Today, once again, I have the pleasure of speaking with Melissa Poulot from Poulot Cognac. So what cognac are we tasting today? So today, we're going to talk about the Extra, which is part of our Eclat range of cognacs. And it is a Grand Champagne cognac. Great. And what are the other cognacs in the Eclat range? Well, we already talked about the Exo. Uh, the Eclat XO, there is also an Eclat VSOP, which is a fine champagne cognac. Uh, at the moment, we don't have our own vines, although it is part of our plan to, to obtain some hectares of vines and begin that activity. Right now, we're focused on finding a lot of different types of eau de vie. We're not bound to any cru. In our standard range, we have blends that come from all of the different crus of cognac, but then we also have a borderie cognac, and then, of course, the cognacs from the Grand Champagne. And so if we come back to today's cognac, how would you describe the style of it, and how does it differ from the other cognacs in the Eclat range, like the XO? Well, the XO is like our baseline. It's our baseline of our higher-end range of cognacs. The extra is just going to be a little bit more of everything. So more qualitative than, say, the XO. And we wanted to really find a perfect balance between these floral notes and the spice notes. I also imagine it's a little bit older than the XO. Yes, indeed. So it is older. I mean, legally speaking, the minimum age is 10 years. But the truth is the cognacs in this uh, particular blend are between 15 and 30 years old. And for our listeners that might not know, what is the significance of the meaning extra in, in legal terms? So legally speaking, there is no difference between exo and extra. Sure, the majority of producers will indicate extra to suggest a cognac that's higher up in the range, with more age, with more refinement. But legally speaking, there's no difference between the two. And so I imagine, as with the XO, this spent three years in New Oak, is that correct? Actually, no. For this extra, we let it sit four years in New Oak to have that extra, extra oak note. And during these four years in New Oak, what's happening? What's going on with the exchange between the liquid and the oak? Well, so during those first four years, we're really having the evaporation that starts to take its effect, and it really softens and rounds the cognac in its early days. Can you explain how this cognac was reduced? Of course, it's bottled at 40%, but it leaves the pot still at 70 to 72 degrees. So can you explain the steps of the reduction? So firstly, there's the evaporation of the alcohol, which will naturally reduce the, the alcoholic level. And so once we decide to put the cognac in bottle, imagine it's at 55 degrees, uh, 55% at that point, then we're going to do the reductions. Uh, but we do the reductions very slowly, and it's not something like we're going to we're take the cognac in the morning and reduce it to 40% in the afternoon. It just doesn't work like that. 
So what we try and do is we reduce 5% by 5%, leaving a little bit of time between each reduction so that it's done slowly. If it's done too brutally, the addition of water, uh, the product, the cognac, will be denatured. In terms of additives, is anything added to this particular cognac? The only thing we've added to the extra is a little bit of caramel coloring, just so that we can have a color that's a little bit darker and richer than the EXO. Um, and then, of course, uh, water for the reduction has been, been added. And this addition of coloring, it's just a visual thing, correct? It, it has no impact on the taste of the cognac. Yes, exactly. It's, it's purely visual, just to have a slightly darker cognac. There's zero impact on the taste. And do you, any, do you see any differences between markets? For example, are there some markets that want a really dark, rich cognac and other uh, markets that want a perfectly natural color that might be lighter? Exactly. We have certain markets, I'm thinking specifically of, of uh, in Asia, where they ask for very, very dark cognac. And we have other markets, other clients that want a perfectly natural uh, product. You also need to understand that there, legally speaking, there are ceilings for how much coloring or sugar or, or the additives that can be added. Um, in terms of that ceiling, I personally think it's a little bit too high and would like to see it reduced a little bit through the years. Ah, so, so you think the 4% obscuration is too much? Yes, for me, I, I do think it's a little bit. And do you think it's going to change anytime soon? Really, I don't know. There, there might be attempts to reduce this amount. And already we're seeing more and more uh, clients and markets want naturally colored cognacs. So we'll see. And one last question before we get to a tasting note. This is about the dry goods situation. I hear many producers are having very difficult uh, challenges getting dry goods, so bottles, corks, capsules, things like that. Have you experienced some of these problems as well? Yes, for sure. It's been very complicated. Uh, the supply has been constantly in flux. We want to also release new ranges, new cognacs, but we, we can't because we don't have the dry goods. We don't have the bottles. Also, for the bottles, we need to create our own mold, and we just it takes time, and we just can't get them as fast as we want them. So, yeah, it's difficult to create when we can't get the dry goods. Very, very tricky. So let's move to a tasting note. How would you describe the nose of this extra? For this extra, we have a very rich nose with lots of floral notes. Jasmine comes to mind. Also, we have sort of old port notes and cigar box and even some tobacco. Really rich nose. On the palate, we've got lots of floral and spice notes, which is exactly what we were going for. And there's some good fruit notes, specifically red fruits, uh, fruit uh, confit, and lots of apricots and other dried fruits. For the end-of-year holiday meals that are coming up, are you going to enjoy a nice cognac or two? 
Of course, we, we cannot not have cognac for the end of year holiday meal. Well, Melissa, thank you very much for your time. Thanks for your responses. I wish you happy holidays. Thanks and see you soon. Merci, Merci, au revoir. Thank you for listening to the Cognac Expert Calendar Podcast. All bottles of this calendar can be found on cognacexpert.com. Tomorrow is another day, another cognac. Au revoir.